Let us pray this morning, church. Jesus, we thank you for this day. Another day that you have made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Help us to stand, Lord. I pray that mothers everywhere are honored today and that our children may live long lives upon this earth. Restore upon us crowns of beauty instead of ashes, the oil of joy instead of mourning, and a garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair. We thank you, Lord, for being the greatest mother of all to humanity, fulfilling your promise to us that you would be all that we need, including a mother. Now, dear Lord, this is your time. I pray that the words of this servant's mouth and the meditation of my heart will be acceptable in thy sight. Oh, Lord, you are my strength and my redeemer. Amen. Amen. Church, the title of our message this morning is, You Can't Snatch This. You can't snatch this. And I'm not talking about that pretty pocketbook you may have brought to church for Mother's Day. And I'm not talking about MC Hammer's song, You Can't Touch This, even though you can't. But when I word, read the text this morning, all through the week, rather, I heard the Holy Spirit say, you can't snatch this. You can't snatch this. You know, Jesus has a way of mothering us and placing us exactly where he wants us to be and when he wants us to be there. I was invited to attend the Dennis Jones Mental Health Breakfast this week. Mr. Jones was an executive at FedEx that committed suicide. His wife sponsors this annual breakfast in his honor. And I used to work for Mr. Jones during part of my career at FedEx. Uh, so it was a bittersweet, bittersweet occasion. The speaker for the breakfast was a young man named Ed McArathby. He's an actor in the movie called Safety. You all might want to go see that today for Mother's Day or pull it up later. But Ed, he talked about his mother, who was a drug addict, and how he was forced to raise his 11-year-old brother while he was going to college and playing football to keep his brother from going into the foster care system. His teammates and his coaches and the entire community helped him. And after the breakfast, some of us attended a workshop on ACE, A-C-E, which stands for childhood, I'm sorry, adverse childhood education. ACE helps us to identify the triggers we may have experienced in childhood and to help us manage trauma. Mothers, I exhort you 
to attend an ACE training session. This young man talked about how he's still dealing with his childhood trauma and how it has drastically affected his life. It was a blessing to hear him. He was so vulnerable, you know, he was crying and it was cold in there and he didn't have any tissue. We had to go get the young man some tissue. Amen, Francis. <laughs> Amen, praise be to God. But in our text today, that word snatch triggered some of my own childhood trauma. You know, my mama was a Siamese twin, a miracle birth and trauma. She was joined at the rear with her twin who later died when they were separated. But mama lived to declare the works of the Lord. Amen? Amen. The doctors told her that she should not have any children. But my mama was a praying woman. She believed in Jesus, and she loved Jesus. She believed that she could have what she said and started a whole new beginning with eight of us. You know, that number eight stands for new beginning. One child died at birth. That left seven of us to complete the work that God had began in, in Mama. Church, I'm number five of the eight. And do you know just last week the Holy Spirit reminded me that the number five is symbolic of grace. Praise be to God. So her mama's grace child, amen. You know she always counted all eight because she said we all count to God. And immediately after our birth we was dedicated back to God. My mama listened to God. She followed God. She loved us with an everlasting love. She was so peculiar, mama, so peculiar that people would laugh at her because she would dress us up every day like we were going to church with our little ruffle socks and pan leather shoes and little frilly dresses and send us out in the yard. If we wanted to play in the dirt, we could play in the dirt. Mama would just dress us over again. She said we were her little china doll. But not only did Mama dress us up on the outside church, oh, but she dressed us up on the inside. She taught us the ways of the Lord. We fell asleep on many church pews and attending many tent revivals. She had her own choir. <laughs> Hallelujah. And she disciplined us. She believed if you loved a child, you would discipline him. She did not spare the rod. And she would often say, when she had one of her, her switches out or whippings for us, she would say, the devil can't have my babies. You belong to God. So don't let me have to snatch you up. <laughs> Does anybody know what I'm talking about? Just raise your hand or, 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 or type chat, type a snatch in the chat. You know, back in the day, church, snatching was a common thing. You might be sitting on the pew at church dressed all up like we are now, wiggling in your seat. 
Mama would just look at you. And you knew that if you did not stop, what? A snatch was possible. Amen? Amen. And then if Mama didn't snatch me up from time to time, one of those who mothered in the village, both male and female, because we know there's no male or female in Christ Jesus, amen? How many of you know about that village? In our text this morning, Jesus talks about snatching. He says, no one shall snatch them out of my hand. And no one is able to snatch them out of my father's hand. Now, church, I don't know about you, but that is some awfully good news. Amen. 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 I can see my little emoji lady just shouting with her head down. Those of you on Facebook, pull out your little emoji. Because that's some good news. Addictions can't snatch us. Whatever they may be, fill in the blank. The troubles of this world can't snatch us. Sickness and disease can't snatch us. But hold up. There's a condition. Two-letter word. I-F. A little word with a whole lot of power. If we belong to God. We know him if we listen to him if we follow him and most importantly if we believe him that little two letter word carries a lot of weight because it forces us to make a choice who will we serve if you have chosen Jesus you can keep right on shouting Amen. hallelujah you can claim this testimony. You can tell the Lord, thank you. You can type, thank you, in the chat. But what about those who could not say, I believe in Jesus Christ? There's still some good news for you, too. Amen. You're in the right place this morning because the Holy Spirit who leads and guides and comforts us is here to help you. This word, I'm telling you, has been specifically designed for you. The Holy Spirit has worked me out. And he said, if we work the word, it would work for us. Amen? All right. Amen. Come on and walk with me a little bit in the text. Pull out your Bibles and your cell phone. Those of you on Facebook can turn to our scripture text for the day, John chapter 10. I want you to look at this word for yourself. Jesus is in the temple. He is at the Feast of Dedication. I don't want you to Google that for your homework. We don't have time to talk about it. It's too long. But Google that. And it's winter time. And let's just stop here for a moment. Where in the world are you? And what are you doing? What season is it for you in your life? Are you dedicated to Jesus? If not, why not? Because if we belong to him, we will hear his voice and we will follow him. We will know Jesus as 
intimately as he knows each one of us. Jesus says he knows over every hair on our head. We are the apple of his eye. He loved us with an everlasting love and promises never to leave us nor forsake us. We are so loved that he died on the cross for us, laying down his own life for our sins. We know that Jesus could have called 10,000 angels to deliver him. But he chose you and me. Oh, that's a good mother. That's a good mother, church. That's a good mother. And we can take some lessons from this text. You know, it talks about how the Jews gather around Jesus. And they question him, asking him, why keep us in suspense? If you are the Christ, just tell us. And Jesus did tell them. But they didn't believe He told them over and over. When we gather, do we question and critique and criticize and gossip, show off negative, bad attitudes, or do we gather for the good to draw others to the saving grace of Jesus Christ so that others too might come to believe? Amen, church. You know, if we are disciples and imitators of Jesus, it should show. Our living testimony will look like Jesus. We will walk like Jesus and talk like Jesus and act like Jesus. Hallelujah. This week, I gathered with a group to discuss anti-racism. We will be doing so for the next four weeks. As disciples, we must follow Jesus and know his voice and fulfill his cause. We must tell others about the saving grace of Jesus Christ. We must be willing to serve and to fulfill the great commission to go out into the highways and the byways and compel sinners and unbelievers to believe in Jesus Christ. We should not only gather with just other believers But we must be intentional about gathering with unbelievers to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. Are you one of the non-believers? Does the story of Jesus dying on the cross for your sin, being raised on the third day that you might be saved, just seem so far-fetched and unreal that you cannot believe in Jesus Christ. Earlier this week, I met one of my kinfolk while passing out some project transformation flyers at one of the elementary schools for our summer camps. I invited him to church and shared that I would be preaching. Immediately, his whole demeanor changed. I quickly learned that we did not share the same faith. And I was shocked to my core when I heard these exact words. You're a liar. You cannot be a pastor or preach because you are a woman. That's a man's job. 
You're supposed to submit and follow the man. And I can tell you why I know you are a liar, because you don't even have a covering on your head. How many of us know that? Satan will use whoever, even those in your bloodline, and those who are closest to you to steal, kill, and destroy. As I stood there waiting for the Holy Spirit to speak to me, he took some money out of his pocket and said, I'll give you $100 if you can show me in the Bible where it says women can preach. Immediately, I heard that still, small voice. Jesus reminded me, my sheep hear my voice. And a stranger, they will not follow. Satan can't snatch you out of my head or the Father's. Your call is to preach, to preach the word. Be prepared in season and out of season to correct and rebuke and encourage with great patience and careful instruction. For the time will come when men will not put up with sound doctrine just like this one in your own bloodline. Church, this I know for sure. Spiritual warfare will continue as long as we're on this earth. After this encounter with my relative, Satan snatched my phone. <laughs> you know how we are about those cell phones, amen? We feel like we can't do without. But I just pray because I know that Jesus is a rewarder and a restorer of those who diligently seek him. Whatever the enemy snatches from you, church, he has to give it back. <laughs> and he has to give it back a hundredfold. That's a promise from God. God restores those who believe in him. No one can snatch my call. No one can snatch your call. No one can snatch us from Jesus and no one can snatch us from the Father's hand if we believe. As I close this morning, let me just say that each one of us here can make that declaration if we believe him. Yes. This is Mother's Day. Hallelujah. Mothers, if you have children that do not believe in Jesus Christ, you know what? God has already gone before you about your children, our mother. He said, if you are saved, your whole household is saved. Hallelujah. If they believe. He said, some you can snatch out of the fire. Mother, snatch them out through prayer. You're listening to the sound of my voice. Cry out to God about your children. God will help you. Fight for your baby's life. My mama fought for us. Because we all belong to God. Amen. You too can tell Satan, you can't snatch this. If. You believe. The doors of this church house are open. You know, you don't want to wait 
till you get snatched up. Tomorrow is not promised to any of us. And if you're a child, it's not even too uh, late for you to walk down the aisle. We are all children of God. If you have heard this word, even those of you on Facebook, if you've heard this word, and I know by the power of the Holy Spirit that someone has heard this word, and you know if you don't turn, you're going to be snatched up. Let me say a word of prayer with you. It's a simple word. It's as simple as ABC salvation. Just say, Heavenly Father, I believe that you are the Christ. I ask that you come into my heart. That you help me to turn from my wicked ways, God, and stop doing wrong. I receive you into my life. I confess you with my mouth, Jesus. And according to your word, I am saved. You prayed that prayer? You are indeed saved. We welcome you here at Centenary. We have loving mothers that will love on you. We have a great Sunday school. Come to our Sunday school class. We have a lot of educators here at Centenary. So we ask that you come 